my name is Machiel Klerk. My book is called Dream Guidance, Connecting to the Soul Through Dream Incubation. And the dream expert, I'm also a mental health therapist, now a published author. Uh, I do speak internationally on dreams and psychology. And I started a company based on a nighttime dream that is called the Jung Platform, where we provide psychological programs to the general public. We're talking about dream incubation, and dreams are such an important part of your life, life's work. Why? Uh, has this always been the case with you? Well, in my early 20s, I got stuck in my life. I was somewhat depressed, and I had a grim outlook for my future. It was black. And then by some good fortune, I stumbled upon the works of Carl Jung, who opened me up to the world of dreams, and I started looking at my own dreams, which then started to provide an overview of where I was. And even more interesting, how I could move in more accordance with uh, who I could become. And so my soul or my psyche, whatever you want to call it, started suggesting a direction. And I um, did uh, follow that. And my life turned uh, out uh, much better. It sounds like it did. Now, how did you become exposed to Carl Jung? Yes, in, uh, in good uh, Jungian fashion, synchronicity. I, by chance, uh, saw the book uh, it, uh, laying at the table at the roommate, and I read it, and I was just immediately fascinated and captured by it. It came at the right moment, and my sister, in the same month, came to me and said, I now have a book. You should read this. And it was uh, another book by Jung. That's that, amazing. Uh, That's great. It's, yeah. it's, it's so interesting how that synchronicity works, isn't it? I mean, at just at the right time, it comes into your life. I mean, what if you hadn't seen the book lying on the table? Yes, exactly. That is such a fascinating way how life almost seems to conspire in uh, wanting to help uh, a person. If we are attentive to the little coincidences and miracles on the road. That is well said. We've heard of dream interpretation, Freud, and all of that, but what is dream incubation? Dream incubation is a very old technique in which a person asks the dream a question before they go to sleep and then get a dream answer or an answer in their dream, and then they have to write it down the next day and, and work with it. But dreams are willing to help, and they can do that by being proactively engaged before one goes to bed. You do talk about five steps and do it to do this, and we'll get into that a little later. But a lot of people say, I never remember my dreams. I think that that is pretty accurate for a lot of people if you don't actively pursue remembering your dreams. Is that a part of dream incubation? Yes, and you're totally right. Remembering dreams is a thing that is, seems to be very relational. Everyone dreams about three, four hours a night. But because the short-term memory goes offline, people don't remember it. And you have to write it down when you wake up because then your short-term memory comes back. And all the research and experience shows that if a person is interested in remembering their dreams, they will. And within days, they will have one dream and then they write down the next one. And then they might have three, four dreams a week that they will remember. And naturally... Remembering dreams is essential to dream incubation because the dream will give you an answer. And if you don't remember it, then um, yeah, it's hard to work <laughs> with a dream that you don't know. I love the line, you can turn your waking life into a dream life. 
Who wouldn't want that? Yes. I, I think we all, all want it and I think we all can use a little bit support with whatever challenge that is uh, relevant to our life, whether it is how to lose weight or how to uh, be more successful in our business or be kinder to oneself or improve the relationship with uh, a friend, a partner, a family member. And for each of these questions, the dream is willing to help and make a tailor-made suggestion for the individual's life situation. Can you tell me how a dream has come true or worked for you? Yes. Um, uh, I was floating above the Lake of Zurich and I saw the house of Carl Jung and next to it uh, is the water, the Lake of Zurich, and he was building a, a platform and uh, I'm looking at it and then on a certain moment Jung and the platform disappear and uh, a voice behind me says, now you have to draw it identical to how it was. And I think I can draw, but uh, I'll start uh, drawing. And then I wake up. And uh, then I took that dream as a suggestion to build a platform for Jung and post-Jungian and spiritual psychology. At first I built a nonprofit where we did that. And now I have a flourishing uh, company where we provide psychological and uh, spiritual programs so that was a really foundational dream that uh, that helped me in my life that came spontaneously. That seems to be a dream that was pretty easy for you to interpret. Do you ever hit a, a wall where you can't figure out what the dream is oh, trying to my, tell you? Oh my gosh, yes, totally. Dreams uh, sometimes are uh, very straightforward, but also the nature of the of the psyche is that it speaks in metaphor in uh, in symbols, and uh, it takes uh, sometimes a little bit of work to figure out what uh, what it what it wants to say. Very often, what is helpful is to ask, "What is the experience?" Uh, maybe I encountered a, a crocodile, and, and I was scared, and I and I run away. And I could say, "Oh, I met something dangerous or scary," and then I run away. And I ask myself, "Do I experience that somewhere in my life?" And in that way, we. We, we can work probably with 80% of our dreams. And uh, to look at the dream a little bit more symbolic or metaphorical, uh, because that's the natural language or way of expressing of the psyche. But yes, I also very often still need to puzzle a lot. Do you find if you sort of sit with a dream for a while and ponder it, maybe the true meaning will come to you later on in the day or maybe the next day or... A week later? Yeah, yes, yes. It, it sounds like you also have that experience. Yes. Yes, I think that uh, answers come in dreams or suggestions. But if we pay attention to our psyche or soul, it, it does come in the dream, but it also comes in those synchronistic moment, moments in the day or uh, our eye falls on something or we have an intuition. It, it appears that if we are interested in our own soul, uh, our own soul starts showing up more to help and guide us. It seems to be very relational. And when you talk about guiding, you have come up with five steps to dream incubation. What would be the first step? The first step is really identifying that uh, there is an, a challenge or an issue. And most of us have multiple issues that are uh, relevant in our life. And take, an, uh, take an, a challenge or an issue that's really uh, 
that has the most energy on that moment for you in the day. And that can be, oh, I was in conflict with my boss or uh, I just don't know what to do with uh, where to go in my life. Take an issue and just stay with one issue at a time. So step one is really identifying the challenge, the problem for which you want to have an answer. And then the second step seems to be the most crucial to me, posing the question in the right way. Totally. And I think just like doing great interviews, it depends so much on asking a question that opens up the conversation. And in, in dreams too, the dream responds to the question. And what I've learned is you want to ask an open-ended question so that the dream can, uh, can come up with a scenario. So more like, what does it look like for me to take this job instead of should I take this job? And make sure that it is one question at a time. So don't ask, how do I find a partner and how do I become rich? Because then <laughs> too open-ended and you don't know which part of the dream responds to what and it becomes very convoluted. So the, the art of the question is a, is a key skill, asking your dream a question. It doesn't have to be difficult, but you want to spend a little bit of time figuring out what do I really want to know? And if I'm visiting this wise counselor that lives within, what would I ask and how would I ask that? I think people have a little bit of practice doing this by asking Google, because if you're too broad with Google, or you have to ask Google in a certain way. Yes, yes, that's a very accurate uh, observation. Yes, and in, in, in life, uh, so many things depend on, uh, on asking great questions. Uh, it's, a, it's a skill that uh, applies to intimacy with one's uh, friends and partners. Uh, in business, uh, ask yourself the right business question. Yes. It's, an, uh, it's, it's a really important part. So you've formulated the proper question, and then where do you go from there? Step three has to do with uh, create a kind of an uh, engagement. I call it a ritual. Mm -hmm. And with a ritual, I mean really light a candle, do something that shows your genuine desire to know. As if you are visiting a wise, compassionate counselor that uh, lives within you or outside of you in in a way that shows respect. Something that just shows interest and and, and a heartfelt desire to to be engaged. And that is also based on all these other traditions that have done this where you see that they go through actually very elaborate rituals, but they all have at the core the sense of uh, a relationship and respect and friendship and spending some time visiting this uh, compassionate uh, counselor that uh, we have all inside of us. And what would f- number four be? Four is sleep, sleep and dream. So make sure you uh, sleep well. And we live in, an, in a sleep-deprived country where uh, we nibble on, uh, on sleep. And actually, sleep is really important for memory formation, health, making sure that uh, your mood is well regulated, actually longevity. So there's a lot of benefits. But also, if we sleep well, we have it's easier to access and remember our dreams. That is uh, step four. And then finally, hopefully, we get an answer. That's right. If we remember a dream, we have to be radical. And with that, I mean, write down the response of the dream to the question. Even if you think, oh, this has nothing to do with the question. This is silly. 
I'm just walking in the supermarket looking for ingredients. What does that have to do with the uh, with the dream uh, question? Write it down. Uh, one, because if you don't write it down, 80% of the dreams evaporate uh, yes. within half an hour. And the other is, uh, let it uh, let it work on you and puzzle a little bit on it. Treat the answer as if you've been visiting a wise counselor and the wise counselor has responded. Then it uh, would be uh, good manners to say, okay, let me take the response and figure out what it could mean. And as you alluded to earlier, very often throughout the day we have a strange encounter, we open a book, that uh, just on the right page that gives us some insight or we have an intuition or we shift perspective and uh, we see uh, the answer coming uh, through it. Could that wise counselor be God with a, a capital G? Uh, I know throughout I, your book you mentioned different counselor uh, types, but could it be God? Yes, I think that like in the Old Testament, God spoke to uh, humans through dreams. And almost any tradition believes that God or the mystery speaks to humans in their dreams and, and also actually encourages us to reach out for, for its support and that it will help in dreams and also through day-to-day life, the old idea of ask and you shall be given. So, yes, we, one could call it God. And if that uh, word is just not uh, a, a word that fits for an individual, then one can use another another name for it. I very often refer it to as the mystery, because that uh, that works well for me. But it's uh, God would be a very uh, apt description uh, that one could uh, could use for it. So now you've gone through the five steps for dream incubation, and how do you take guidance from your dream and actually put it into action? Well, hopefully the dream gave an uh, impractical suggestion to, uh, to the problem, whatever, whatever question one, uh, one asks. Then throughout the day, then one has to follow up on it. I remember that uh, very recently a woman came to me and said, I have uh, problems with acid reflux. Uh, she said, well, let me uh, try this uh, technique. So she asked the dream, dream, can you uh, cure and heal my acid reflux problem? She did her rituals, went to bed, uh, had the dream. And in the dream, she meets a woman on the street. And the woman says, come here, I want to tell you something. And the woman says, you should eat uh, catnip. And she goes, like, catnip? Isn't that uh, for cats? And, and do they uh, go a little bit wild with it? So she was like, that woman is a bit crazy. And then she woke up. So she decided to write it down. Then used Google as a follow-up for what is catnip. And then she learned that it's actually an herb. And an herb that you can make tea of. That mm. uh, very often is used in uh, in babies for stomach issues or uh, even acid reflux. So she was stunned wow. by it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, then she ordered the herb, made some tea, they drink it. And a week later, her, uh, her problems disappeared. And... Uh, so that is a, that's a way of, uh, of just following up, even on something that looks a bit strange. Uh, Google it, and then sooner or later, you'll, you'll find some, uh, some, some solution to your, uh, to your challenge. Do you find with uh, dream incubation that practice makes perfect, that you get better at it, or you, do you get better answers? 
No, yeah, that's a great question. What I've noticed is that people who, who, who never used it and then uh, have a genuine desire to uh, ask the dream a question that has to do with their life path. Because questions that have to do with your with your emotional life or your physical health, they seem to get great responses. If you ask too simple of a question as, what did my neighbor have for dinner? The dream seems not be uh, interested in helping you. <laughs> but anything that has to do with helping you become who you are, and who you are always has a component of bringing your gift to community. And anything that uh, that is generous in that way, the dream is on standby, ready to help. And so even I've seen with people that say, oh, I've never dreamt, I've never done this, I didn't know this existed. And they do this, and they have a genuine desire to know, they do the rituals, they tell the dream, I would love to have an answer, I will follow up, I will do something with it. They uh, also have the first time, uh, very often, great answers. And then it depends on how one wants to continue to live one's life. The dream will help with, with more issues that we have. But then we also have to pay, build that relationship with the dream and follow up and listen and make it a bit of a practice to write down the dream. And then we, we seem to get more spontaneous, helpful dreams. We learn a little bit better uh, the language of dreams. And uh, we start getting more and more support for our daily uh, struggles. You also mentioned that sometimes you have to refine the question a little bit, going back to formulating the question in the first place. Maybe perhaps you didn't ask it in the right way and you just have to fiddle with it Mm -hmm. a little bit to get the right question. Very, very right. That is really essential. And even asking the right question, you see it come back in in fairy tales and mythologies like the Grill legend, where asking the right question opens up to the new state of consciousness. And it brings in the grill legend redemption to the grill king who is ill and the whole castle erupts in joy when, when Parsifal asks the right question. So asking the right question is, uh, is key. Sometimes it's as simple as the difference between uh, what is my problem versus how can I solve the problem? Because what is my problem gives more a diagnosis, mm-hmm. which can be helpful. And how do I solve it? It's a different, uh, will give a different dream and therefore a different answer. This has been fascinating. Anything that you want to mention about your book or uh, about dreams that we haven't touched on? I want to encourage people to, uh, to turn towards their dreams and just play with it, have fun with it. Don't worry about making a mistake. The next night you have another night where you dream and you can ask a question again. It appears that the larger awareness that stands behind the dream delights in being engaged and is on standby to provide more and more support if we wanted it. And I hope that the five steps that I described in the book, and especially the part also on how do you formulate questions, will help people to give them a, a method that they can use for any question that is relevant to their life and live a more meaningful and uh, fulfilled life. 